Welcome to Western New York Catholic Weekly, a production of the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo. Stay tuned as Greg Prince brings the Catholic newsmakers to you. Wherever it's happening in the diocese, you'll hear about it on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Continuing on during this Lent and in this Year of Mercy with our little series with Catholic Charities and talking about how Catholic Charities performs the works of mercy here in Western New York. And we've covered a lot of them, and we're going to to kind of focus in a little bit today on the notion of shelter the homeless. And we have uh, two more guests from Catholic Charities to uh, help us address that a little bit. And we'll talk, it's going to be broader than that, obviously. We'll talk about uh, some of the other works that they do uh, under their respective departments. First of all, Renee Sapirsky, who is the Central Intake Supervisor at Catholic Charities. Renee, welcome to the program. Thank you for having me. And also Kelly Gorkowitz, who is the Coordinator of Children's Services, which we're going to find out is different than if you're if you were listening in last week. And we talked about women, infants, and children. This is a different department. And uh, Kelly will let us know all about that. Kelly, thanks for being here today. Thanks for having us. Very good. Did I blow either of your names? Did I get everybody's name right? No, you got it right. right. All right, perfect. You know, we don't want to start off on the wrong foot. So (laughs) there we go. Um, Now, I I, I kind of uh, joked at the beginning of uh, the last program about – how, you know, when we have guests, uh, and it seems to be this way at, at Catholic Charities, the, the titles tend to be kind of broad, um, not necessarily vague, but broad. A little bit. Um, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Renee, yours in particular is broad, but, and, and maybe a little clinical, but it actually kind of describes exactly what it is you do in a, in a strange way. A central intake supervisor. So we can assume from that, right, that you're kind of a first point of contact at Catholic Charities. We are. We actually refer to our program as the, as, um, the emergency room. So when people are in desperate need, um, they come to us much like they would go to a hospital when they're in need of, you know, serious medical care. And we'll get into more detail about that. And uh, as long as we're talking about those titles, what does Children's Services encompass, Kelly? So our Children's Services program encompasses our foster care, adoption, and two different parenting programs. Okay, very good. Um, And uh, I I would think under Shelter the Homeless, we're going to focus a little bit on the fostering end of ideas, right? Kids looking for a home. Absolutely. uh, Why wouldn't we do that, right? So there we go. Uh, Let's start kind of at the beginning when when we say central intake. Again, it is kind of the the – first point where, where people are going to contact Catholic Charities. By the way, let me remind you, as I've uh, done all through this series, that if you go to ccwny, you can, uh, that, or .org actually, uh, that's the website and all the information that we talk about will be on there. Um, you'll be able to get phone numbers, contact information, all that uh, kind of thing. ccwny.org is Catholic Charities' website. And uh, I will also say from the outset that you are able, since we're in the middle of Appeal 2006, 16, also to contribute at the website there. And uh, and when, 
you know, when we talk about that, particularly during this time, we've mentioned it a couple times during the uh, as we've been doing these Catholic Charities programs. Not everybody can, uh, you know, be involved in one of your parenting programs, for example, or or uh, you know, can volunteer at Catholic Charities. But when you give, you are helping Catholic Charities to uh, do those great works of mercy throughout Western New York. So you really are a part of their mission and ministry. So let's talk about central intake, Renee. Um, uh, maybe we should start at the beginning. So someone has a need, and it could be just about anything. They're not sure where to turn, so um, they've either heard a program like this or they you know, um, are familiar with Catholic Charities or someone told them, hey, why don't you call Catholic Charities? What happens after that point? So our 525 Washington Street location takes walk-in clients for emergency assistance. Um, it's unique in the fact that we do take walk-in clients. You don't need to make an appointment. You can just walk in and meet with one of our social workers. So we have three full-time social workers that will sit down and talk and spend as much time as they need with anybody that walks in the door. The biggest need that we see is food. Um, it could be for a variety of reasons. Um, more now than ever, we've been seeing clients that are struggling with food because of medical needs. Um, a lot of clients, unfortunately, you see them sick, they have cancer, they're going through treatment, they had to stop working, or they had to put a lot of money to the medical bills, they're short on food, they're having problems with their utilities. Um, other clients, they may have had um, a break-in in their house, um, their fridge broke, and they lost all their food. I mean, anything you can possibly imagine, you know, we see. Uh, besides the food, we can help with prescription assistance, clothing. We also have a wonderful program called Apollonia Guild, and it's a group of essentially pro bono dentists that can help with, you know, kind of minor, um, you know, teeth repair, um, fillings, things of that nature. So we can do those referrals on site. Um, pretty much anything somebody would want to talk to a social worker about. If we can't help, then we would link you up with another community resource. And, you know, we do our best to make sure that before you walk out the door, your need is met. Yeah, and that is one of the, the things that I always try to highlight when we talk about Catholic charities, that um, you certainly provide a lot of different services. I think the number they were giving me was around 70 different services that Catholic Charities provides. If you don't do it or or you're maybe not in the area where someone needs it geographically in Western New York, you usually can get people where they need to go, right, in terms of referrals or networking. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and the most wonderful thing about our central program is everything we do for our clients comes from the appeal. So I always say I really enjoy seeing the money come in from the appeal and I get to see it go right back out. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's just wonderful to see that every day. When sister was on the program a, a couple of weeks ago, you know, I kind of uh, reminded her how one of her predecessors, Monsignor Kniff, used to be very fond of telling me, you know, less than four cents on the dollar goes to fundraising. And I know, you know, costs go up and, and whatnot, but I mean, a very efficient organization. And, uh, you know, you, you're certainly confirming that for us. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I always, it, it's really nice when people, 
you know, I get to meet people in the community, they give to the appeal, and they never really knew what Catholic Charities did, and especially about central intake. And when I get to share the stories of the people we help, they're, they're really amazed. Uh, so someone comes, you, you determine what the what the need is. You mentioned food specifically, and we'll talk about uh, some of the you know some of the uh, uh, shelter um, type situations uh, as well as we go on. Um, but you know, after you assess that need, right? Is that when the other departments of Catholic Charities maybe start to get involved? So, for example, they have an immediate need. Mm-hmm for food, but then maybe they are a candidate for, like we talked about last week, the WIC program, for example, right. just to pick one, you know, mm-hmm. that people might be familiar with. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, again, it's dependent on the situation, but if somebody was not linked up with WIC, um, we could make that phone call with them. And that way they're comfortable. They have the social worker with them and they're making that call for that first intake appointment. Same with our Monsignor Car Department. If they wanted to get involved with some mental health treatment, you know, we can be there with them and, and make that referral. That way, when they walk out the door, they have an appointment for whatever program they may need to be connected with. Okay. Uh, now, Kelly, I'm going to bring you in here just for a minute, um, just to tie into to what um, we've been talking about with Renee. So um, people might not always know to call you directly, right, in terms of the, the child services end of things. Sure. So, um, you know, first of all, um, uh, you know, I should ask you before we go a lot further, uh, first of all, central intake, if people want to, uh, you, you know, need to think they have a need, want to contact you, how do they get in touch with you? So again, we take walk-in clients. They can walk into our 525 Washington Street location. We're right across from the electric tower, or they can call our office at 716-856-4494. And how about the Children's Services Program? Um, and it's the same for Children's Services. We are located in the same building as okay. Renee, and um, people can call at 856-4494. So they don't have far to go if uh, Central Intakes determines they need to go to you, right? That's right. Yeah, that's perfect. You're, you're right there. What's the So someone contacts you and, and has a need. What's the process on, on your end? Okay. So generally, um, if children need to be placed in foster care, we get those referrals from Erie County. Okay. But we could not place children if we didn't have our foster parents. And so there's a huge need for foster parents within the county. Um, last year, we provided homes for almost 60 children. And our foster parents can call us and become involved. They go through an orientation and a training process, so they're prepared to help care for the children. And then um, we are we match them with children that they are prepared to um, meet their needs. Uh, in, the, in the foster uh if someone is interested in being in a foster parent in that program, um, you know, we talk a lot about, you know, how you volunteer it at Catholic Charities. I would think that's not really a volunteer type it's, position, well, right? Right. It's not not exactly a volunteer <laughs> position. It yeah. is definitely a, a, a big commitment. Yeah. And it takes a very special family to make the decision to be a foster family. Um, foster parents are provided with a stipend to help meet the needs of the child, so it's not a volunteer position. And they're provided with trainings and support from Catholic Charities to make sure that they are um, feel confident in their role. 
Okay, very good. Uh, we're talking about Catholic Charities, uh, both the central intake on Washington Street as well as the children's services at Catholic Charities. And uh, when we come back in the next program, we'll talk a little bit more in detail about what what each of you do. Let me remind you all, of course, that uh, if uh, you want to um, learn more about Catholic Charities and the, the work that they do, um, and maybe you've heard something you'd like to volunteer or contribute, uh, CCWNY is is the website for that. We're talking today with Renee Sapersky, who is the Central Intake Supervisor, and Kelly Gorkowitz, who is the Coordinator of Children's Services. And uh, our topic in our Year of Mercy series here is Shelter the Homeless, and we'll kind of look in detail about that when we continue here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Make your voice heard. Join the Catholic Action Network and speak out in support of the poor and vulnerable, the sick and elderly, the unborn, families and children. Sign up online at nyscatholic.org and click on Join the Network. That's nyscatholic.org. And visit the New York State Catholic Conference's Legislative Action Center. Read alerts on important legislative issues and email your state representative. Stay informed and strengthen the Catholic voice in New York. You'll find it all at nyscatholic.org. That's nyscatholic.org. I'm Greg Prince. Thanks for joining us this week on Western New York Catholic Weekly. Continuing our Year of Mercy Lenten series here with Catholic Charities about the great works of mercy that uh, they do here in Western New York. And uh, focusing a little bit uh, today and particularly in this part of the program with the notion of shelter the homeless. There are several ways that um, Catholic Charities does that. And uh, we're looking at it from the perspective of central intake with Renee Sapersky and also children's services. And in particular, there uh, foster programs with Kelly Gorkowitz. So, Renee, back to you and, and central intake. So, um, it sounds like the needs can be pretty varied when we talk about um, homelessness or, or people need. You know, um, could be a case of uh, someone who's who's going to be evicted, or um, you know, some of this is spiraling. Right, like you lose your job and then you don't have a steady income. Mm-hmm. You've got a delay between when you're going to, you know, get be able to get on to other social services and, and get some some help coming in financially, and, and then you don't have the money to pay the rent. Kind of thing. So there's a lot of instances where people might need to come to Catholic Charities in that regard. Right? Absolutely. So we see all of the above um, almost on a daily basis. Um, we're unique that we have three housing programs, and we're able to help clients through those. Through those programs, we work primarily with individuals and families coming from homeless shelters. And the one program, we're able to help people that are at risk of being evicted or currently going through the eviction process that live outside of the city of Buffalo but in Erie County it's called a prevention program. So, you know, we're trying to prevent those individuals from becoming homeless. Obviously, there's no homeless shelters um, outside of the city of Buffalo, which is why, you know, we focus on the prevention piece. But inside the city of Buffalo, you know, we are lucky there are several shelters. Um, New York State is a right to shelter state. So if you are homeless, um, if you go down to the Department of Social Services, you will be placed in a shelter. Um, once you are in a shelter, an assessment will be done, and then we receive those referrals right from the shelters. So we're able to provide um, case management and some rental subsidy for a period of time, get those clients back on their feet and get them in you know safe and stable housing. Um, if a client maybe 
is not eligible for, you know, the housing program and, you know, they're not going into shelter, you know, we try to work with them as best we can again. And that's why we're really lucky. We have the appeal um, funds that, you know, we are able to help clients that, that truly need it. And we would not be able to do any of the work that we do without the appeal funds. Well, again, I want to go back to that, that notion of referrals for two reasons. One, I mean, you mentioned you don't actually have shelters. Catholic Charities doesn't operate no. shelters in the city of Buffalo or, or Erie County. So it's important that you, that you have a good relationship and can get people into those if need be. Mm-hmm. Um, but also the other side of the programs, let's say someone is, you know, it's a temporary type situation, a layoff or, mm-hmm. or whatnot. They need just a little help to get over it. They don't want to be evicted, as right. you say, kind of kind of thing. Um, and there may be other programs where they can get that help, right? Absolutely. And, you know, we do a full assessment when a client comes in. We kind of see what their needs are and what we may be able to do to assist them and then maybe other programs in the community. Um, each, you know, agency in the community has different things things that they kind of, you know, experts in. And if that's something that we may be not able to do, we know who to link them up with. We're really fortunate. We have really great relationships with the other agencies in the community. I mean, Buffalo is just a wonderful place, and all the agencies work so closely together. And I want to just mention, because, you know, our program does air in places outside of Buffalo, and obviously we're talking about Central Intake, which isn't far from our Catholic Center Studios here mm-hmm. uh, in downtown Buffalo. So, um, you know, you're working primarily here in, in Erie County. If people have, you know, similar issues to what we're talking about in other parts of western New York, what should they do to, in terms of getting a hold of Catholic Church? So they can call um, our main number, the 716-856-4494, and our receptionist will ask them a couple questions and get them linked with the office that is closest to them because Catholic Charities is in all eight counties of Western New York. So we, we will link them with another office. Okay, very good. Uh, let me just remind everybody that uh, Renee Sapirsky is the Central Intake Supervisor at Catholic Charities. Also joining us on the program today, Kelly Gorkowitz, Coordinator of Children's Services. And, you know, when they when uh, uh, they first suggested, you know, um, oh, I want you to talk to Children's Services about, you know, shelter the homeless, I'm thinking, okay, well, um, that doesn't sound does like that. Yeah, it right? doesn't – how exactly does that fit? But in many ways, if fits perfectly because one of the things we've talked about already, of course, is fostering in the foster program right. with, with Catholic Charities. And the notion there, right, is to get children into a stable home environment. Right. So we believe that every child is entitled to grow up in a safe, stable, loving family. And sometimes families experience hardships, like Renee has mentioned, and that makes it unsafe for the children to remain in their home. So in these circumstances, um, we need foster parents who are willing to take children in often on a temporary basis, while their family receives the services and gets back on their feet. Uh, You're working in, um, I think it's safe to say, maybe one of the more difficult areas in terms of what happens at Catholic Charities and, you know, in terms of the emotional impact. you know, first of all, you've got in many cases a situation where, you know, in your own words, the child is in an unsafe environment, which is yes. obviously creating a lot of stress on the on the child. Yep. Okay, um, there's probably some stress going on with the rest of the family in that situation too. So I would think in many cases this is a difficult transition. 
Yes, absolutely. Not just stress, but we talk a lot about trauma that the child has faced and helping the foster parents and the birth parents to really cope with that trauma. Um, So our social workers work very closely with the parents, the foster parents, and the child to make sure that while they're in foster care, they're also receiving services that help them address those other emotional and psychological needs that they're having. Uh, what's the long term? I might be jumping ahead of the, the thing, but uh, what's the long term goal in in most instances here? I mean, obviously, immediately you want the child in a in a safe environment, right. but I, I imagine in some cases, though, I mean, it, it could be related to some of the things that uh, we were talking about with. Renee, it's a situation where right now maybe the parent or parents just have an issue and, you know, they, they've, they've got caught up in a, in, in a situation where they're just unable to care for a child as they would want to. Maybe at some point, though, that would be corrected and, and the child would go back. But I would think there's other instances where uh, the child might never be going back to the Right. Home. So our goal in foster care and adoption is permanency and safety and well-being for the okay. children. Um, permanency could be one of two things. They could either return home to a safe, stable environment, or if they're unable to return home, then we look for permanency through adoption. Um, last year, 100% of our kids who were freed for adoption were in permanent pre-adoptive homes. Okay. So um, our foster parents are often become our adoptive parents. We also have people who come to us who only want to be adoptive parents, who are only looking for children who need a safe, permanent home. Well, let's talk about that for a minute because I, I would imagine you, you've got a great need for both. Yes. Right? I mean, you you know, and I, I want to mention just because I'm thinking about it right now and I, and I don't want to forget to go back to this notion. But um, in, in many cases, I would think, right, we're not really talking about babies a lot of the time. We're talking about kids who might be a little bit older. Those are kids that are hard to place in an adoptive type situation, right? So uh, the average age of a child in foster care is about eight or nine. Okay. Um, we often get sibling groups that have some older children, some younger yeah. children. Um, and often, like I said, our foster parents become adoptive parents because the children are placed in foster care but then become freed for adoption and those parents are willing okay. to be a permanent resource. Okay, good. Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a good situation. Um, if people are interested in that mm-hmm. in that thing, e- either one uh, – how do they go about doing it? How do, how do they kind of contact you? What's, what's, what are the steps that they need to do to see if they're a good candidate for yeah. this? So the first step would be to call our office. They can speak to myself or our home finder, Wendy Seawee. Um, and either one of us can answer questions around what it takes to be a foster parent, what might make them a good foster parent. Some of the things are pretty basic, you know, stable housing, um, income sufficient to care for themselves and a child. Um, they need to really be emotionally and um, – they need to be responsible and have a willingness to work in partnership with Catholic Charities and with the biological families. Once they contact us, okay. um, they would come in for an orientation session where we really go through all of the steps and what it takes to become a foster parent. If they decide that Catholic Charities is a good fit for them and they want to pursue being a foster or adoptive parent, they go through a 10-week training with our agency. And once they complete the training, we go out to their home and write up a home study about them, about their family, and then they become certified adoptive or foster parents. Uh, now, again, um, just because we talked about it a little bit with Renee, uh, you're obviously here at Central Intake just down the street here in yep. in Buffalo. Um, I would imagine this opportunity, uh, certainly this need, is in all eight counties of western New York, right? Absolutely. Yep. We do have foster parents from counties outside of Erie County. 
Um, all of our referrals for foster care come in through Erie County, okay. but they can be placed outside of Erie County if it's a good match for the child and the family. So we're always looking to see which family is the best match for the child and can meet their needs. Um, sometimes it happens to be a family that is outside of Erie County. Our main office is located downtown. Sometimes that's a barrier for families because that's where yeah, the trainings right, sure. are held. Yeah. Um, but we do have foster parents that are certified in Niagara and Chautauqua counties. Okay, very good. Uh, and I, the other thing I wanted to ask you about, particularly with regard to um, the families, people who are interested maybe in, in fostering or adopting. I, I would imagine you have some folks and, and as you go through the, the kind of interview process, they might be good candidates for adoption but maybe not fostering because they, people don't want to get attached, right? I right. Mean that, yeah. And part of the process, part of the training is getting to know your own family and for for Catholic Charities, for myself and for Wendy to get to know your family. And we can decide together. We call it mutual selection. But we can decide together what might be the best course of action for your family. You might come into it thinking foster care sounds wonderful and it's for me and it's exactly what I want. And then through the training learn that you might not be as prepared to foster but you could still provide an adoptive home or vice versa. Sometimes we get people who come in and they really just want adoption. They don't feel that they could foster, that emotionally they could handle that separation or if the child was to return home. And then through the process, they learn a lot about themselves and about their family and decide that they do want to try foster care. So we've had it both ways. Uh, I, I'm sure there's a million more things we could talk about and we're running low on time as we, as we do here on the uh, program. It, it tends to be a short half hour. Um, but, uh, you know, if folks are interested in uh, in particularly the fostering program or um, have heard something today, maybe they, they feel they're in need and Catholic Charities can help, we certainly encourage you to get in touch with Catholic Charities. Um, all the information is on their website, ccwny.org is that. Uh, Renee, do you want to give the, the central phone number again for folks in case they need to get in touch with you? Sure. It's 716-856-4494. And uh, Renee Sapersky is the Central Intake Supervisor at Catholic Charities. Kelly Gorkowitz is the Coordinator of Children's Services. Thank you both for coming in today. Thank, Thank you. you so much. And as always, if uh, you want to learn more about Catholic Charities, I'll give you the website one more time, ccwny.org. And it is the uh, middle of appeal 2016. If you're able to support Catholic Charities, it's a great way for you to support the great works of mercy that Catholic Charities does here in Western New York. You can go to our website, buffalodiocese.org, and uh, go to the news tab. You will find radio under there, and all our programs are there, and we link to the various programs that we talk about uh, the various topics that come up on the program. So you can look for that there and listen to any of our past programs. Maybe you missed the last couple of weeks with Catholic Charities. We encourage you to go back there and listen. And we'll be back next week here on Western New York Catholic Weekly. You've been listening to Western New York Catholic Weekly, produced by the Office of Communications for the Catholic Diocese of Buffalo, with the help of the Catholic Communication Campaign and this radio station. Call us at 847-8744 or send us an email to radio at buffalodiocese.org. 